Friendshipping is proud to be sponsored by whatever the hell Jen's about to make up. <laughs> I told Sharon I wanted to make up a product and advertise it. Uh, and she said, that's not a good idea, but here we are. <laughs> um, so I to- said, okay. <laughs> yeah, you were sounded skeptical, which, fair. Um, okay, so today's episode of Friendshipping is sponsored by the humble apple. <laughs> what? It's a piece of like fruit. Like the fruit? The fruit. Oh, okay, yes. Not All the right. company. Absolutely not. We are sponsored by the humble piece of fruit known as the apple. Grab an apple today. <laughs> That's so stupid. Here at Friendshipping, we really <laughs> believe it's, oh, it's in, still happening. In, yeah, <laughs> in fiber and vitamin C. Next time you purchase an apple, use the code FRIENDSHIP to get 10% off. <laughs> Who are they giving the code to? Like, give it to the farmer? Like, <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is, is Friendshipping. Friendshipping. And the theme this week is... Uh, jealousy. I think it's jealousy. Yeah. There's some, some happening in the question this week. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Jen. Oh, Trin, what are we doing? It's so oh. late. Why are we recording an episode at 7 p.m.? This is so far past our bedtimes, guys. Yes. So Jen and I just got done with seven hours in the audiobook recording studio. And we were like, you know what would be a really good idea is to go talk into microphones again after that. Such a poor idea. My brain is very fried. But I also just had the energy and momentum and I was like, let's fucking do it. Let's record. Yeah. I'm trying. We're trying to get back on a regular recording schedule here. But life keeps happening and not in the fun way, in kind no. of the negative way. But we're coming back. We're, we're clawing our way back. But yeah, let's talk about our amazing day in a small room. Oh, by the way, we both uh, took COVID tests before we, and we were yeah. both negative. Yeah. We didn't just take the test. We also took tests that were negative before we met up to, in a recording studio. And we, uh, we've we been quarantining as well. Like you've so been. So hard. I haven't seen right. anybody. I, I, um, I'm really uh, happy to have a reason to be like, husband, fetch me some apples. They <laughs> sponsored friendshiping this week. <laughs> Um, yeah. And like, honestly, so so this is the first time today earlier when we were in the studio <clears throat> is the first time we've like talked in a while just because like life and, you know, the elections killing us both. And we'll talk about that eventually. So I actually I have a long list of delightful stories to tell you. And we don't we don't have to we don't <sighs> have to hit all of them, <sighs> you know, and and it's OK. But just so you know, it's available so you can be like, Trin, hit me with one of those. OK, <laughs> I, can, I okay. can do that. Tell me, so just, well, so maybe we'll start instead, though, with what you were saying, which is, let's talk about the other Oh, book. yeah. How, how oh, it so, um, you know, we wrote a book. We talk about it a lot. We wrote a book. It's done. It's being, it's published. It'll be out December mm -hmm. 22nd, and you can pre-order it right ah. now. I know. And the thing is um, that I didn't realize is that you need an audio. Well, I, I guess I realized that there was going to be an audiobook version. But nowhere along the way did it occur to me that the audiobook would be recorded by us. Right. Which, we have to read it. Duh. Yeah. So um, <laughs> when that came, like, oh, let's book time for both of you to record it. I was like, um, let's book time for Trin to record it and I'll be there and watch and no. support. Because Silly um, Billy. And then Trin very lovingly. Trin doesn't, Trin, you don't really put your foot down very often. 
You, we're it's more, true. we're more like, let's get along and collaborate and talk this through. Like a, wa- I'm a water bender. Is what yeah, I like to say. yeah. Like, like how Katara was very like in that one episode where Toph and Katara fight of Avatar: The Last Airbender. If you have seen that episode, you understand this reference. And to the 95 percent of you that don't, well, I'm sorry. Please continue, Jen. Just, I was like, okay, so either you can do it all, and I'll of course go with you and watch and help, or uh, my other idea is. Trin, you do the voice, you do your parts, and we'll hire a professional voice actor, pretend to be me. And, I just, and Trin very slightly no. was like, absolutely not. So, <laughs> um, and of course, Trin is right as usual, and I'm really glad I'm doing it. It's tiring. Like my voice was hurting at the end of the day, like my throat hurt, but then, you know, I was quiet for a half hour after that and it was fine. But yeah, it's really, it's a challenge. I'm an actor now. I don't know if you realize that. I'm a voice actor. I'm a professional we voice should, actor. R- are we going to like join the, the union? Are we SAG-AFTRA? Af- yeah. Whatever? How do we How yeah. do we get in on that? We need to make this happen. So somebody, somebody out there, an agent. Contact us. us. But we had a ton of fun. It was really wonderful. And we got through an amount of the book that I think is a reasonable amount of book to get through. But now we have to do this three more times. Ouchie. <laughs> I don't, oh God! But also, it's the longest that I've been outside of my apartment since like February, and so I came back at five p.m. and I was like, "Long has it been?" <laughs> you know, like uh, my cats missed me. Yeah, I, I haven't been gone for that long in so long. Oh yeah, um, Mavi yeah. was like, Mavi was like sniffing all my stuff. She's like, where have you been? My husband grew a beard. There was like, you know, all the plants were overflowing. It was like, wow, I've been gone. I've been gone many hours. Many moons. Just... <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, but it was also nice. It was also nice to like have a place to go to for once. I know. And we were only, it was me and, and Jen and then like the producer and that's it in the entire building. So it was, it was really, it, it felt very safe. And we're all good. Um, and it was also you know, very professional and interesting to do. Trin, well, before we do our question, hit me up with one of those delightful stories, please. Okay, so first, Connell has uh, a nephew who uh, likes painting his nails, which is great. And Connell wanted to show some support for his nephew. So uh, he asked me to paint his nails for him. So this is the first time he's ever had his nails painted. And I told him right away, I was like, okay, so there are different levels that we can do here. So if you just want a little bit of color to be able to take it off right away, I'll do one coat. Uh, And if you want, you know, I'll do the whole thing. You know, I could do a base coat, top coat, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, just do like, you know, enough to make them look nice. Like do two coats of paint. I'm like, great, can do. So um, we had a lovely evening of me painting his nails. It was very sweet. This is the cutest. What color? Um, It was uh, a like a green blue kind of not cerulean, a little bit more green than that. But here's this is this is the punchline, though. So uh, as I said, I explained to him that, you know, you can go ham doing your nails. Like you can like 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 I'm I that's not what I was doing. I wasn't giving him a manicure. I just put two coats of nail polish on him. And that evening, he said to me, oh, man, I think I'm going to need some like extra tough nail polish because it's already chipping. And I'm like, Connell, are you asking for nail polish for men? Because I I didn't give you a top coat or a bottom coat. Like the reason why it's chipping is because your nails were not properly painted. And like it was just it was just such a moment. That is amazing. Oh, yeah lost our shit because his first thought was like yeah i'm too tough for nail polish I'm, I'm too i'm doing manly 
doing such manly things, this nail polish can't stay on. That's and probably why girls usually wear nail polish because they don't do the manly thing. And I know Connell's not like this. He's not even like close to like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like he's, he's a sweet, soft, artistic Canadian. Like he's just, he's like not at all. I, I already know that. And especially based on how he wanted to show support for his nephew. This is very cute. Oh, that is true. I did paint his nails. That was the, the <laughs> beginning of the story. Yeah, but it was just like, yeah, nail polish for men. So I thought that you might find that delightful. So lately, what I've been doing is I've been watching a lot of Divorce Court. And Divorce Court is amazing. Divorce Court is the longest running television program. I don't know if people know that. Um, It's been going for like years and years and years and years and years. Um, And we just recently got a new judge and she's my favorite. But here's the thing. I, I I need people to know this. Divorce Court is not what you think it is. It's not a married couple going there and like they're arbitrating and they're getting divorced. Very rarely does anybody actually break up. Like it's actually like it's often a boyfriend and a girlfriend or like and they they have queer couples and all this stuff. It's actually it is. It is nice. Representation is very important. Even yeah. on divorce court, maybe especially on divorce court. <laughs> maybe there was a wonderful tale of of two long distance lesbians the other day that I very <laughs> much enjoyed. But what I realized is that divorce court is the original "Am I the asshole?" Reddit. Oh, are they as wacky questions as they are on the? Is is it is the person usually an asshole? Because I feel like this on the subreddit, the person's usually an asshole. So on the show. It's it's more like an arbitration. So it's not one person going to the judge and being like, tell me, am I the asshole? There's there's a plaintiff and a defendant and a judge and they're asking questions and it's amazing. Um, But the plaintiff is, I would say, maybe, oh, God, I mean, they're both the asshole so often that it is very difficult to determine these percentages. But I would say that the plaintiff is more often the asshole than it is just the defendant or both of them are the asshole. And I have seen two episodes where neither of them are the asshole. Oh, wow. Okay, give me an example. Give me an example of an episode you watched recently that made you go. (gasps) Oh, man, it's hard. When I watch Divorce Court, it is very like gasp, you're an asshole every now and again. But it also is a demonstration of how, uh, like, poverty affects a marriage. Oh, wow. Absolutely. And access to resources and things like that. Um, having said that, the long-distance lesbians was very interesting because they had been long-distance for for 10 years. And the, def- and the defendant uh, had moved in with uh, who she referred to as a couple that she knew, would not tell the plaintiff, her address. So she moved oh, and wouldn't tell her her address. Oh, that is fascinating. Right? And and what's stranger is that that occurred, but she still flew to Georgia to be on divorce court with her long-distance girlfriend who does not even know her address. Oh, I am. Okay, I consider my appetite whetted. Yeah, it, it's more fascinating. Yes, you know? yes. Um, and, it's, and it's a very interesting exercise in the different kinds of levels of intimacy and the different kinds of relationships one can have with their partner and the weird trauma and regret we bring in sometimes. Sometimes the episodes are sad. They, they often aren't because the people are, they, they, they know what's happening. They're, they're on TV and like they're there. And I think most people are on some level there to be entertaining as well. Totally. Anyway, strong, yeah. Strongly recommend it. Yeah, I have to. Man, 
Trent, that sounds really interesting. And it makes me really glad that we've never had a question like that on our show. Like, if someone <laughs> if someone right. emailed and was like, my girlfriend won't give my long distance girlfriend won't give me her new address. I don't know what the fuck I would do. I would be like, oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I would be like, well, why are you trustworthy? Is this are you really her girlfriend? On the other hand, yeah. what if you are and every this is a happy relationship, then why won't you give like I just I can't even no, I don't mean I wouldn't even know where to start. I guess that's why I'm not a judge on divorce court. Speaking of, um, you know, law judgments. and law <laughs> and law. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. I didn't even make that wow. connection. Damn. Jen, that was a way firmer connection than what I was going for. That was <laughs> the, great. the last two brain cells I have left after today are frantically <laughs> rubbing together, trying to come up with some semblance of a sentence here. I'm delighted by this friction. Would you like to read the question? Yeah, let's do it. Hey, Jen and Trin. For the past couple months, I've been struggling with feelings of jealousy of my best friend. I've always wanted to be a lawyer. I wonder if you can hear my husband doing the dishes. Oh, well. Um, I'm not going to tell him to stop. That would be rude. Hey, stop cleaning the house. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear him. And honestly, like, uh, that sound is the sound of progress. So, <laughs> I've always wanted to be a lawyer. And this June, I graduated from college and started my application process for law school. My best friend decided last year that she wanted to go to law school and she too is going through the application process. At first, I thought it would be fun to do this together, but now I just feel like we are competing. She's gotten much higher scores than me on the LSAT and is applying to all these Ivy League schools, which she'll probably get in. She constantly is telling me about her success and I want to be happy for her, but I can't help but feel a jealous and a failure myself. What should I do? I hate feeling this way. Yeah, that's that was a sucky way to feel, but it is a completely like valid and human and normal thing to feel. You're not some kind of monster for feeling negatively towards your friend in this situation because it's not really about your friend. Right. Uh, it's about uh, your process in this being stressful. I totally agree. I mean, think of it this way. If you had really, really, really high self-esteem and self-worth right now and you weren't stressed out, you wouldn't feel jealous. But you're literally putting yourself through a process that requires you to study a ton. They're called tests for a reason. Like you are testing right. yourself. They're getting prepared to, to for judgment yeah. by authority. Yeah. That's terrible. I hate that. Yeah. I mean, how could you not feel a little competitive and jealous of someone you know that is literally, that could not be closer to you doing the same thing? I don't blame you for these feelings at all. And I'm also glad that... Um, even if it's just in this email, I'm glad that you're discussing it and using the word jealousy. Because to me, that yes. that's always helped me a little. Saying out loud or thinking to myself, like, I'm feeling jealous has always made the jealousy a little, a little less powerful. And it's hard, right? Because I don't like competing with my friends, really. I have a competitive streak that I've had to work to like get a handle on. It's actually why I don't play games against my husband because something about our dynamic, which is wonderful 98% of the time, in those 2% times, I don't really like myself. I get genuinely mad at him. <laughs> you're uh, just a, Chen, you're a jock and it's okay. And he knew he was marrying a jock. <laughs> it's, he knew yeah, he was, he what he was getting into when he saw your beefy biceps. Okay. <laughs> like he's, he, he loves hanging out. I mean, on I those. literally did push ups down the aisle. So, I mean, it wasn't a secret. It was a spectacle, I must tell you, <laughs> of matrimony. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I guess I guess I would try to do every... And if I were you in this situation... Well, I, I don't know what I would do in this situation. I would probably stew and get madder yeah. and madder about it. But what I'm telling you to do... I'm on, I'm on the advice side of this. So, you know, um, <laughs> what I'm telling you to do is I think do whatever you can to build up your self-worth. And remember that what she does is actually not that connected to you. 
pretend she's applying to medical school or something else, you know? Do what you can to divorce what you're doing from what she's doing mentally as much as you possibly can. Yeah. And Jen, you mentioned this earlier when we were um, talking through the, the notes for this question. You probably applied to law school for completely different reasons, or at the very least, you have varying shades of what's important to you about going to law school. So remembering why you decided to do that and and why that's your passion, I think that could be a a good driving force to kind of quell the the garbage. And and man, Jen, you were saying earlier that like, um, you know, naming the feeling is really important. And if this was happening to you, you would not be handling it well. Big same. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just kind of sitting there and, and feeling bad feelings at your friend and like not really sure why. It's actually a very like high level friendship move to be able to name that feeling and then deal with it. Jealousy is one of those things that I certainly think with age and wisdom and experience, you have a little more control over it, at least for me. But it doesn't disappear. Envy is very real. And how could it not be? You are competing for very few spots. Let's talk about some ways that we deal with it. I think first being, I don't think that talking about law school amongst the two of you is actually productive anymore. I agree. Do you have to discuss? Do you have to be on the receiving end of every test score and interview she gets? At least can you put like a pause or a moratorium on the subject? Is there a possibility where you have a very honest discussion and you say to her, Honestly, I'm, I'm feeling jealous. I'm having a hard time. I'm working really hard and hearing about your success. I am happy for you and I'm sad for me. And it, I'm, I'm just want you to know this, I'm managing it. But if, you, if that doesn't seem like a conversation that would be productive and helpful. Oh, I would. I could never. I, oh, that's man. That's hard, man. That's, I that's like the, the spine of gold and steel to be able to I, do that. I don't think you need. Well, I was going to say, I don't think you need to. You definitely don't need to do that. What you could do instead, and this is not untrue, you could say, honestly, talking about law school with you is really stressing me out. Can we put a pause on this until the end of the semester? Or can we revisit this in a couple months? Or I need a moratorium on this subject. Honestly, it's just really making me stressed. I I have a lot on my plate. And that's not untrue. You are stressed. What you are feeling is stressed. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about anything other than law school. Um, You two had a friendship that pre-existed this law school thing by, I, it seems, a while. I, I can't imagine you both decided to go, that you wanted to go to law school and then like immediately became friends because of it. It sounds like you have had a, a pre-existing friendship. So let's let's go back to those things that you enjoyed before. And you are going through something stressful. Like like Jen said, saying like this is stressing me out is super valid because the thing you're doing is stressful. So what if your friend, instead of being a source of stress, is a source of kicking back? Maybe it's time to watch some cartoons together. Maybe it's time to what do people do together during the pandemic? Like we I've only seen friends that come over and like pick up plants from me. So maybe you could do something like that. (laughs) De-stressing is hard right now. I mean, there's very few sources, especially if you're also applying to law school in the middle of a pandemic. I mean. God, that's hard. That's so much. But you are the future. And we believe in you. We so believe in you. So I hope you know this, but perhaps you need a reminder. Let's say you go to the law school of your dreams. But let's say for a second that you don't get in. I, I want you to spend some time dwelling in the idea that you don't get in and knowing that that's okay. I know you're you're holding really tightly into this law school idea. And I know it's dictating your self worth. 
So I hope you can start to practice some uh, finding some self-worth within you that's not always just tied up in law school in this friend. Because if you if you get the lowest possible score on the LSAT, I don't even know what that would be because I've never pursued anything like that. Um, let's yeah, just say if, if you get a negative 5,000 percentage points on the LSAT, you are still extremely possible. valuable, uh, worthwhile. You're still a good friend. You're still very smart. And you have a lot to offer the world. And it doesn't have to be law school. Also, like, okay, listen, I'm going to say this. I feel like movies and politics have led me to believe that Ivy League schools are full of assholes. Oh, my God. They are. They so are. I don't like I and I don't and I know that that's true of every university. You know, there's assholes and because there's assholes everywhere. But like every politician that I hate went to a law school at an Ivy League school. I hate and I hate them, you know, and I'm not <laughs> I'm not trying to shit on your friend. I'll be thrilled for her wherever she goes, because that's great. Um, but, you know, I if if that gives you a little less stress to think, man, maybe a few fewer asshole politicians will be in my way in my law school years. I mean, you know, hold on to that joy. Yeah, that's a really good point, Trin. Yeah, I definitely want you to I mean, Academia is, is difficult, man. Um, and that sucks. But I also hope you know that you can, there are like literal academia, LSAT, law school support groups for this exact thing, like Facebook groups, uh, Reddit. And I know that because I have a friend who, a close friend who went to medical school. And I love, I sincerely really enjoyed hearing about it because it's not a world that I, I know anything about. And I, I was never, I never studied STEM or anything. So I, I really enjoyed hearing the stories and the struggles and and how much work it was. Uh, it's just just fascinating subject to me. But it was universal. Like every, there was no student that was having an easy time in medical school. And I'm sure it's the same way in law school. Yeah. I mean, like there's a reason why lawyers um, in certain fields, I suppose, of, of law make a ton of money is because it is a lot of stuff to remember. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. And then some and then some lawyers make no money and they work really hard for people that need the help. And that confounds me. One of the one of the many things in the world of social justice that confounds me. I guess I guess what I'm getting at here is um, there are so many ways. I, I assume I'm going to take a guess here that you're going to law school because you want to help people, and there are many many ways to help people, and you don't have to go to an Ivy League to do it. Also, if you're going into law because you want to make a ton of money, that's that's fine. That's also okay. Also, and, that's cool. And you yeah. and you can definitely do that if you don't go to an Ivy League school. Like it's it is one hundred. <laughs> you could rob a bank. Oh, I mean, like uh, the I, I I have dealings with lawyers and such, and like I don't I I I don't remember off the top of my head where they've gone to sc uh, school, but it wasn't an Ivy League, and I'm paying them a lot of money. So I mean, like if you want to make money, if that's your goal, that's also fine. And also, you don't need to have been to an Ivy League school for that to happen. Um, it's just like a, an 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 interesting fun bonus to put on your resume. I'm pretty sure. Actually, to tell you the truth, um, we don't know anything about law. <laughs> I, like, I, I'm like, I'm making wild speculation right now. <laughs> well, here's no, you're getting at a very important point, though, Trin, which is this. You've had lawyers in your orbit, has have I, in my professional life, in my personal life, in my podcasting life. You know, we've had some, we've, we've sought some legal advice with our book and stuff. And here's the thing. I don't know where any of them went to school. Oh, yeah, no. I, that's not why we picked <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Um, yeah. What a really For a long good time, point. it wasn't even, <laughs> I wasn't even sure where my lawyer lived at one point. I thought, I thought they were in New York, but they were in San Francisco. And I was like, oh, that explains the time zone. <laughs> Got it. 
Anyway, uh, I know it's very easy to feel like your world is very small and tied up in this law school thing because it is. You're very, very focused on it. Uh, but try to zoom out. Remember what's more important. It sounds like you're very, you really want to preserve this friendship. And I think that's possible. But try to go easy on yourself. Yeah, I 100% agree. And um, and don't judge yourself for whatever feelings you have, for whatever may unfold in the future. And best of luck to both of you. Law school sounds yeah. like a lot. And good luck. Yeah. I remember my junior year of college, I had a really good semester where I got really good grades. And looking back, it's because... Um, I did really well in college grade, in grades, and it doesn't doesn't matter, by the way. It didn't end up mattering that much. It was just I wanted to do well. I only did really well in my, within my major, which is good because, you know, you have a lot of classes in your major. And that entire junior year, all I took were classes in my major, which was journalism. So I, I had a high GPA, like a high one. Um, and it, it quickly went down. <laughs> um, so, you know, this isn't a brag. I, I quickly destroyed it. But for my high GPA semester, I thought, wow, maybe I should consider law school. I'm getting really good grades. As if grades equals good lawyer. Um, but anyway, so I remember just just out of curiosity, I picked up an LSAT book and I like in the bookstore, like I didn't buy it even. And I, I started reading through it. I got to some of the logic questions and I thought to myself, nope. And then I snapped that and closed and put it back on the shelf. And and Jen, you know, you learned something about yourself that day. Which is one, the LSAT sounds like a pain in the ass to take. Uh, and two, you got into comedy writing instead, which I think makes way more sense for you. <laughs> anyway, has this been friendshipping? I think this has been friendshipping. This has indeed been friendshipping. Um, fuck, what do we even say here? Um, if you've got a question, you can email us at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can at do friendship. And Jen, we have like a simple URL for our book now, right? I forgot what it was. Oh, yeah, we totally do. It's uh, friendshippingbook.com. Right now, that uh, that links to Amazon, but very soon it will link to a page that has uh, other independent bookstore options. Yeah. Hell yeah. And so if that's what you want to do, eh, go for that. Uh, thank you to Lauren Gallagher for doing all our design work. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Monica Verma for being our agent. Thank you to Molly Lewis for our theme song. Uh, thank you to me for cleaning up this closet. Uh, and thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. New friendship at the problem. All right, Apple. <laughs> Just one apple <laughs> sponsored by an apple. <laughs>